Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to the sports show here on the channel. It's episode 130. We're taking a look back over the action across the weekend. We're talking soccer, rugby, Gaelic football and a little bit of boxing over the next half hour or so. In soccer, both Glencar Manor and Carrick Town both at home. A mixed bag of results. We'll be talking about both games. Carrick Town 3-0 winners over their opponents in the shape of Yates United, while Glencar Manor also in action against Sligo opposition, Strand Celtic this time, but unfortunately beaten by the odd goal in 5-3-2 to Strand Celtic on that, despite Manor opening a 2-0 lead early in the game. We'll be talking Gaelic football and particularly the under-20 grade. We'll be talking to both captains, Jack Barnes and Jack Gilhaney, of the two teams through to next week's A-final, and they are St Mary's, and also Fina St. Kylian's. We'll also be talking to Donica Devani of Glencar Manor, but his disappointment with how the competition has gone for Glencar Manor. He's very upset about how things have panned out, and I think he'll be worth listening to later on in the show. We'll also have a response to his interview from Leitrim GAA. In terms of rugby, both Sligo and Carrick in action this weekend. We'll talk about their games later on in the show and we'll finish off with a look at the Boxing National Elite Championships where Manor Hamilton's or at least Sean McDermott's in Manor Hamilton their fighter Dean Clancy was in quarterfinal action on Friday he got through on a unanimous decision more on that later in the show first we're going to start off with soccer and this time it is Carrick Town who welcomed Yates United to the showgrounds on the Boyle Road for their Super League clash, or their Premier League clash, I should say, in the second tier of the Sligo Leitrim District League. I caught up with some of their players after the game. Double goal scorer Shane Walsh and Kyle McNabola spoke to me, as well as their manager, Jason Kavanagh. Jason Kavanagh, 3-0 victory today. You must be happy. Yeah, I'm delighted with the lads now. First half was very slow, but the second half they went out and they changed the pace of the game and three good goals, three good team goals. It's been a tough month, I suppose, maybe for the, for the club. Some pretty heavy defeats on the road. Uh, nice to be back. Clean sheet, back to basics. Yeah, clean sheet, back to basics. Back to simple football. Um, last week, we played the best football we played all year, believe it or not. The scoreline says different, but we played some really, really good football. A few mistakes that led to the goals. That was our own fault, but we learned from their mistakes. We worked on them to the, um, over the week in training and clean sheet and three good team goals today. In terms of the makeup of the team, there's a couple of newer players come in, maybe that have finished up their Gaelic seasons and have come to add some strength to that side. How much of an impact do, do those players make? Um, big impacts, as you've seen today. Two of them who who, who played a guy scored the goals for us today, and the goalkeeper now he's been here from the start, but he was away in America, so this was his first game now today for us, and not a bad way to introduce yourself to all your teammates with a clean sheet, is it? No, he looked pretty solid there for most of the game. In terms of where the club goes from here, what's the, the hope for pushing on? Basically, to build on what, 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 what we've done today, basically, is more clean sheets, more that attacking football, because that's what Carrick have always been known for, is attacking football, so we need to bring that back into the lads. And going forward now, it's hopefully going to be more clean sheets, more attacking football, more goals. You play Claire Morris next week away in the, the Connacht Cup. That's actually, that's actually been postponed till the 3rd of January. Um, the Mayo dinner dance is on, so all the Mayo teams had to pull out. So we have a league game now next week, just have to figure out who it is. You find out during the week, yeah. no, no, I'm sure. In terms of the overall season so far, what have you been overriding thoughts on and how it's been developing for you? 
the start of it now was was a bit was a bit hard. I just the last month now has been hard. I said to the lads before kick off that we're going to kick start our season today, and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to kick start and move on. We got a good result in penalties against Kulani in the cup, and then we got that heavy five two defeat, and now we're after getting a three 0 win. So our season's up and down. The, the lads know themselves that they can play some great football. And once we have a full team out there, you can you see it yourself. We, we play some amazing football. Some of the true balls that led to the goals today were absolutely fantastic. So over the next over the next two months now, going into January now, we're hoping to win all our games that we have to try and boost our season and push us up that table because where we're sitting now, it doesn't reflect on how we're playing. So, In terms of this being your first season back at adult level in the Sligo Leitrim District League, in terms of the consistency going forward, do you think that little bit of experience now of actually getting games and wins and clean sheets under their belt, that that might help be more consistent from week to week? Yeah, well, we've got one of the old Carrick players now playing for us as well, uh, Sean Hayden. He played for the old Carrick senior team. So we have that seniority now on the fence as well. And we have it in midfield and we have it going up front. So all the lads are bouncing off each other now. They're enjoying their football. We had a good training session Tuesday, good training session Friday. So we just push forward and we just keep doing what we're doing. As long as there's smiles on faces, the lads know how they can play football. Well, listen, Jason, congratulations. Great result today. A good performance to go with the, the goals and the clean sheet. Very best luck for the rest of the season. We'll be checking in with you as the season progresses. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Shane Walsh, now we're used to seeing you in a, in a different form of blue, sky blue of Alan Gales, but two goals today, you must be happy with that? Ah, yeah, delighted. Uh, it was a slow start to the game and uh, we just didn't seem to have any rhythm to our player anything. But in the second half, we just kind of let the shackles off a bit and things kind of came a bit smoother to us and the goals came naturally. I think then, like, in but, uh, great to get the win. The second finish in particular was nice, just the edge of the box, just drilled it into the bottom corner. It was, I was lucky enough, Callum seen me come through up the wing and uh, it was a lovely flick on and only for that, like, that kind of opened up the space and then, yeah, uh, it was an easy finish after that because so much space it opened up, but uh, yeah, yeah, nice, nice to get the goal as well, yeah. A lot of different regions involved in the in the club here. I'm looking at lads coming out of the dressing room and you've got Alan Gale's tops and the Duff tops, some tops from GA clubs across North Roscommon. It really does pull in a huge area of lads through the winter for it might not be I suppose active with their GA clubs or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's a great outlet for the winter because you know, the winter months can be long enough, you know, when you're not up tenting. But uh yeah, there's lads from FINA uh, all across out Leitrim like and it's great to have it here because there's nothing there for two or three years and it's great to have the club up running again and uh, it seems to be going okay, yeah, just finding our feet again. And Have you played soccer the whole way through your career? Um, I haven't, no, I played up as far as under 16 here with Carrick and then I played a bit last year up in Dublin as well with uh, Lucan, so I suppose that kind of got me interested again and I said sure when I was coming home I was as well talk out with Carrick seeing as the team set up and you take, I suppose you take great pride in representing local teams as well, like, yeah, but uh, yeah. Just to keep it up, I suppose, yeah. Well, listen, Shane, congratulations. Two great goals. Good start to the home career. 3-0 victory. Can't beat it. Exactly, yeah. And hopefully we can keep the momentum going now into the next couple of games and uh, take it from there. Listen, congratulations. Thanks, Rafferty. Kyle McNabola, you must be happy with that result. 3-0, first clean sheet of the season. Yeah, delighted with it. Uh, three good goals, clean sheet. Can't ask for more than that, like. It's been a tough couple of weeks for Carrick. Some hefty enough defeats over the last few weeks, but nice to be back to winning ways at home. Yeah, um, I think our, our last win was what, probably about a month ago. Like it's, That's our third win in the league now, so it's good to get it under our belt. Hopefully we can kick on now and, and push on for the rest of the season. In terms of your own performance, didn't start today. Happy enough with the the game? Yeah, uh, obviously no one's ever happy to start on the bench, like, but you just got to make the impact whenever you can get on. And 
thankfully I think I give a good account of myself when they get on. So you're a big fan of those cheeky little uh, turns and flicks and stuff. You coach on the 13th side in Longford Town. Would you be happy enough if you saw one of them pulling them off in games? Be delighted. Be absolutely delighted if they could manage it. <laughs> if they could manage it, been the operative word. Talk to us a little bit about the club uh, and the return to the league this year because it's the first year we've had a senior team and everything has to be kind of in that context yeah. of most of these lads have not played senior adult football before. Yeah, of course. It's my first my first uh, entrance into, into senior football as well. Like Several of the lads are the same. Um, I think everything's a bonus really for us. The fact that we actually have a team at all, you know, have to take everything with a you know, pinch of salt, I suppose. So third win, like... To have it so early on, I suppose, in the season is good to have. And, you know, we're still in, in all the Cups. So hopefully we can kick on for the rest of the season because, you know, first season back, the more success the better. Connacht Cup kicks off next week. You're out in action. Would that be kind of a nice dream to maybe compete, get a nice run going in one of those competitions? We've got Claire Morris, obviously. It's a big team. You know, it's it, Connacht Cup's an, an opportunity to play against bigger teams and, you know, give a good account of yourselves on, on maybe a bigger stage. And you've got a lot more eyes on you and stuff. So... Yeah, if, if we can if we can pick them off, we'll just take it one game at a time. As I said, like we're not uh, we're not going to dream too big yet. We're just going to take it as it comes, I suppose. It's a pretty cold day. Not a great day in November to be playing a game of football. How does it feel compared to what you're used to playing Gaelic through the summer with Fina? Ah, it's you know it's not too bad. It's, it's a bit slicker out there, but you know it's nice to get get dirty and get get stuck in. You know, I'm not complaining about it. Listen, Kyle, congratulations today. Great performance from the team and from yourself, and uh, good result. Thank you very much. Now, as well as Carrick Town, Manor Rangers were also in league action in the Super League in the Sligo Leitrim District League. And they welcomed Strand Celtic to the B Park, knowing a win would maintain second spot at least in the leaderboard. But it was not to be. Both sides in top form, and the first half remained scoreless. Robbie Cunningham netted for Manor, with Aaron Hickey getting their second from the penalty spot. But Strand got a lifeline courtesy of an own goal from Mark Kavanagh, who was unfortunate to concede in a brave attempt to clear off the line. Strand then scored through Conor McKeown and minutes from time Barry O'Mahony cracked home the winner to snatch a great victory for Strand Celtic that puts them into mid-table in the position but does not help Manor Rangers' attempts to get up to the top of the table which was the hope for this weekend. In Gaelic games, it was the turn of the under-20 age group in the county as the A Championship reached the semi-final stage. Two games both taking place yesterday afternoon at 2pm in Carrick and Shannon and Balnamore where St Mary's hosted Glencarn Manor and ran out on a fairly straightforward victory of 3.22 to 1.3 while in Balnamore it wasn't to be for the home side as McDermott Gales were beaten 3-7 to 3.18 by their neighbours, Fina St. Collins. After the Fina victory, I caught up with their captain, Jack Gilhaney. Now, the final of the Under-20 A Championship will take place next weekend, and St. Mary's opponents in that game will be Fina after they came through a pretty bruising encounter with McDermott the Gales, a good local derby played in Balnamore. And Jack Gilhaney, the captain of Fina St. Callions, joins me now. Jack, welcome to the programme. Thanks for, thanks for having me, Bertney. No problem at all. Tell us a little bit about the game, Jack. Yeah, well, look, um, 
we also knew going into it that McDermott Gales had beaten Melvin Gales up in Bundoran last week and beat beat them well. Uh, so we had no complacency going into the game, and then we kind of start. We got off to a good start and uh, raced into about a six or seven point lead, I think. And then McDermott Gales came back and got two or three goals anyway before half time, and then kind of it was only it was tit for tat then throughout most of the second half. It was only then we got Reardon O'Rourke or full forward got a goal. About fifty minutes to go, and it was only then that we really kicked on. So I think the score, the scoreline doesn't actually really reflect how tough the game was. You know, I think in the end we won by ten or eleven points, but you know, I, I think uh, that, that definitely doesn't reflect how close it was throughout the game, especially for the uh, you know kind of the midway point from uh, of the game. So yeah, because uh, it was I, tough one. I was getting updates um, via text from someone who was at the game, and with about five minutes to go in the Carrick match and the St Mary's game against Manor Hamilton. I got an update that there was two, maybe three points between the sides, but obviously you just cut loose for the last few just to put a little bit of a, a gloss on the scoreline. Yeah, it was it was really like probably the last 10, 10 minutes. I think we got maybe two, three, two, four, and that did put a, a major gloss on the scoreline. You know, it was those goals, you know, some of the goals as well, the last goal kind of came from a dodgy kick out from the Ballamore keeper. It was kind of just straight to, to, to rear and he, he finished it well, but... Um, yeah, no, like the score, as I said, the scoreline just didn't reflect how tough the game really was. Uh, particularly in the in the middle third of the game, it was you know McDermott Gales were uh, well well fit for their result. Like so, in terms of the actual uh, game today, you proceed now to play St Mary's. They've been very impressive. They annihilated Glencar Manor today, and they had a, a very good win against a solid Mohol side last week as well. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Do you hold any fear for them, or are you looking forward to the challenge? Yeah, well, obviously, look, you look forward to every game, but uh, you know the way I see it, Marys are should be massive favourites of this game. You know this this particular team that they have, a lot of young quality footballers. You know, probably have no. It's only thirteen aside at this under twenties, so and they probably have no weak weak players. You know, they're they're very well organised. Won a lot the whole way up. You know, they're a big town team. Uh, you know, we'll be going in as underdogs, and we're a small kind of rural parish. So, it's a, it's a massive challenge for us. But at the same time, it's one you relish. You know, these are the, these are the days you play football for. You know, championship finals. So, uh, can't wait now for next uh, Sunday. Uh, you, at the moment, you touched on something quite interesting there because obviously, Phoenix and Callians are their own team. You're from small rural part of the the county, and yet we look at other clubs that are amalgamated together. Even your opponents today. McDermott Gales, Carrick's opponents last week were Mohull, um, Mohull, Clune and Eslin. So they're all two or three clubs come together to form teams. Despite that, and the fact that you're from such a small area, you've still got to the final. You must be immensely proud of, of that. Yeah, it's just like, you know, as I said, we are, uh, you know, proud, we're a proud club, you know, we've proud people involved, you know, it's, um, so it is a great honour to get to, to, to this final, you know, especially, you know, I suppose we beat, uh, you know, two clubs today, but at the same time, um, you have to, you have to, you have to still take the final on merit and Carrick going to be a, a serious opposition. So, you know, we can't, uh, there's probably no point going to a final unless you're going to show up and actually perform on the day. So, um, look, we're looking forward to it. You're, Adult team, your your junior side were the only team to beat a Glencar Manor adult team in knockout competition this year in the championship, winning that junior B championship uh, back a few weeks ago. Is there much of a turnover between those two squads and the fact that you were still involved in adult football at that point of the season? Has that helped you in the preparation for today's game? Yeah, there's a massive turnover between the between the junior B team and the twenties. I say there's, you know, there was a few weeks there, kind of when we our first team finished up after a relegation playoff. 
the juniors kind of took over and then you know, the 20s kind of we, we all trained together because there's no point to say there's about we've what 13 starters now on the 20s so I said nine or ten of them are were probably starting for the junior team so all that does help it keeps the fluidity going in the squad and it meant kind of you know right through September, October and now into November that you know lads have been training and every weekend we'll be meeting up and stuff so that does help um, you know particularly now when you when you get to this end of the season in terms of the kind of medium to long term looking forward with next year kind of now not that far away in terms of this under 20 team reaching a county final it hasn't been a great year for FINA at adult level no. uh, especially at, at the division one level where you've suffered relegation in the league and as you said you just came through that playoff in the championship to hold on to your senior mm. status does this group of players coming through give some f- hope to people in the club that the, the return to maybe better days is ahead for that first team within the club yeah, well, we'd hope so. I mean, it's probably a lot of this under twenty team would be pushing for starting places in the first in the senior team next year. So you know, I suppose maybe we've targeted even the junior this year and the twenties this year. Probably looked at that towards maybe a springboard towards next year because you know it is we 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 do have a young team even at senior level we have a very young team. But you know, there's still no point in in waiting around for lads to get older, maybe lads to go away. So you have to make use of the players while we have them. So yeah, no, we have been definitely using the the junior and the under twenties uh, as a springboard. So hopefully we can utilize all that and hope we guys some success next year or in the years in the years soon after. Well, listen, Jack, thank you very much for taking the time to have a chat with me, and well done today, and the very best of luck in the final, which I believe is due to be down next week, but I suppose time will tell when that fixture actually comes out. That's perfect. Thanks very much, Breffney. In Carrick and Shannon, I also spoke after the under-20 victory to Tom Crow and their captain, Jack Barnes. Jack Barnes, your thoughts after after that one-sided game? Uh, yeah, it was. we thought in the first five minutes that they were... They gave it up to us, but we just we got a few scores on the board and their heads dropped. But we can't. I can't say much on the first half. It was. It is what it is. Second half, we we got a bit complacent and we let we did let them score one well, one three in the second half. We shouldn't let that happen. But look, if we if, we, if that happens next week, it's going to be a tough game. But we know it's going to be a tough game now next week in the final. No matter who we get, no matter if it's McDermott the Gales or Fiennes in Keelans, it's just going to be a tough one. And we just have to put our heads down and work hard for next week. From your point of view, you get to captain the side into a county final. How much are you looking forward to that experience? Oh, I'm really looking forward to it now. I, I love captaining this, this bunch of lads. I grew up playing with them since I was under 14. And we all gel well together. We're brothers, best friends with most of the players. And I grew up with Mar- Mark Diffley playing. We always played out through together, played county setups together. Played with a few of the boys now in the under 20s this year. We had a great run in that. We were unlucky against Roscommon. But I'm looking forward to this under 20 championship now because... We had a lot of players in the senior setup down this year that got their game, got their run, and they're very good players. And we're looking forward to the challenge ahead. A couple of lads getting to play today that maybe might not have got a run otherwise if the game was a little bit tighter. How much can you take out of today's game going into a final next week? We can take a lot out of the game. Like we we put up we put up a good score. Now maybe it came a bit easy at the end, but we did we made we did put our scores over the bar. We got ourselves into tough. We tried taking goal chances and some of them didn't come off, but we scored two. Or two or three goals in the, in the whole game, and I just think that'll be that'll be to, that'll be very good for us going forward next week, as we didn't we didn't score a single goal last week, but I think we improved from last week's performance, and we showed we showed dominance in the whole game. Excellent, and congratulations today, and the very best of luck next week in the final. Thank you very much, Rafi. Tom, a bit of a one-sided game after all. 
Yeah, look, we weren't aware of what, what Manor might bring. This, we were lucky we had the game last weekend, probably got them gelled together. Some of them are playing football away in college, so you know their, their level of fitness is decent. It's all about trying to get them you know, maybe to play as a group. We were lucky today that we were able to introduce a few fellas that wouldn't have had much game time, but you know, Manor kept plugging away and maybe we took the wrong option sometimes, but hopefully next weekend now when it's going to be a much t- tougher test whether it's, it's Fina or Nigeria but uh, we know it's going to take a huge step up in, in, in uh, everything we did today hopefully the, the boys will be able to put it together on the day it's a, one, it's a one-off event and hopefully they'll do it that day What do you learn from a, a day like today? Uh, I suppose you learn that you know Lads, some lads will keep focused throughout a game. Some lads will let the performance drop. You know, you learn about you know who the leaders are on the team. You know, are they are the guys that are willing to keep it going for the whole hour? Things like that. You know, but as as you say, it's a bit one-sided. It can be difficult. But all we ask them is just to keep playing at the intensity. Maybe we just dropped off there in the last 15 minutes when we brought on the few subs. But hopefully we'll, we saw a few leaders today, and and they'll be even more important next week. Going into the game next week, what are the expectations? Because the other semi-final, pretty tight. We haven't got a final score, but there's only a handful of points in it in the tail end of the fixture in Ballinamore. Look, at Fina or my dear McGales have always caused trouble for us at, at this level. Um, Fina are usually excellently drilled. My dear McGales have that bit of power down the middle, and, and uh, we'd expect a tough test from either of them. We wouldn't f- fancy either of them and we wouldn't be afraid of either of them we're prepared and we've asked the lads to, you know, to really consider the, the test ahead next weekend and I suppose the final is on the day Well listen congratulations today and what probably feels like a little bit of a, an easier test than you thought you'd get this morning Oh definitely definitely. but anyway look at we're there and uh, we'll, we know that there's something more coming so hopefully we'll be ready Also after the game, I caught up with the captain of Glencar Manor, a very disappointed Dunica Devani. Now he had a lot to say, uh, particularly about the decision to make Glencar Manor field a team in the A grade in this championship. Here's what he had to say. Dunica Devani, tough day. It was tough out there, yeah, but couldn't fault our boys to give it everything. Um, I can fault the division and the county board more than our boys. Like played Melvin Gales last year in this competition and. 29 points and out there today 25 points we sent in emails we looked to get down into the division two and they were ignored and it's like how that's no good for anybody you know how are lads they give it everything out there and i couldn't fault them but we're just up again a character great side credit for us too but we're in the wrong division in my opinion and i don't know i think our underage teams are suffering because our adult teams are successful well, that was what I was going to ask you because you've wiped the boards almost two, three finals, two t- titles this year at adult level, and it's ultimately from the same pool of players or from the sm- younger pool of players that have made up those results. Can you see where the county board are coming from on that? Ah, I can and I can't. Like myself and Rory Sheridan was the only two lads out there on the senior panel. We didn't get game time all year. Um, there was three of us there on that team on our junior A team. Like that's that's th- that was myself and Rory Sheridan and King Killey again. That's three lads. And Carrick, I think, did eight, maybe nine on the under-20 panel this year. And then St. Bridges Centre in the Division 2 met up with three clubs, Hockney Shield and Ahoyle and Tramreilly. I just, they bet from here, for any of the Tramreilly lads, I think 34 points. I just, I don't know where the logic is, to be honest with you. So if you had an opportunity to do it yourself, how would you structure it? What would you do in that instance? Well, the first thing I'd do is I'd talk to your county under-20 manager from last year and he'd tell you that St. Bridges had five players on the panel. And Carrick had nine or ten. We had Rory Sheridan, like, and the, the house in Bridges is in the lower division. We we scraped fifteen players there today for a thirteen-side competition. I don't know. It just 
would that discourage you from getting involved in under-20s again in the future? Well, I'm gone next year, but like there's lads there. That's their only football to play. We got them out today in order to get 15, and the same last year, 29 points, 25 points. I don't know, that doesn't encourage lads, does it? That's just my opinion on it. I could maybe I'm wrong. Well, listen, hard luck today. Uh, I think you've got some valid points, but maybe it might be an opportunity to, to put a something to the, the convention in a couple of weeks and, and, and have that officially chat, talked about on the, the floor of the county convention yeah fair enough we'll we'll talk about it and we'll discuss it and see maybe for next year it's just for the lads coming up like it's, it's hard for them to go at it again next year like under 20 when that's that's the results of the last two years you know and in terms of the underage teams coming through what's coming through from say under 17 under 15 in the future in the club ah, there's good lads like most of them out there myself and Rory Sheridan and that King Kalea were nearly the only lads going straight on there's good lads there but uh, just trying, trying to keep them interested and trying to keep them play football and then that's the results like it's, it's hard you know well, it's a hard luck today cheers now it is policy on this show that we do give all sides of an argument the right to reply we haven't had to actually do that yet because we haven't really had an argument but we just felt it was only fair to let the county board have their say on this matter and I contacted the county board and I got this statement from the board earlier on Sunday evening. The grading of teams in the under 20 championship is the remit of the CCC which grades teams in accordance with numbers of players available to clubs and using historical results in previous age grades. The under 20 grading may be somewhat clouded by a greater turnover of players considering a number of factors that may occur in the three-year gap from the last underage grade played at under-17 level. While large defeats are far from ideal, one-sided results in any competition age grade may also occur due to the greater quality of players available to the winning side. The winning team, in this case, has dominated under-17 football at Division 1 level over the past two years, and this is no doubt a contributory factor also. Allied to the fact that they had a match already in the competition, which would have placed them at a competitive advantage. Now that's the statement from Leitrim GA, and I suppose all we can say is that hopefully these kind of situations can be reduced in number as the competitions become more established. And I suppose it's a bit of a legacy also of that change from minor uh, under 18 grade back to under 17, where this particular group maybe didn't get the opportunity to play at minor two or three years ago they might have missed out on that particular grade altogether so it's just hopefully one of those anomalies and uh, with any bit of luck it will be a little bit more clear-cut going forward in the competition but I think it's important that issues like the ones raised by by Donica the Manor Hamilton uh, captain that they do get aired and the the county board are made aware of them so thank you to Donica for his opinions on that and also to Declan Bohan the PRO of Leitrim GAA who forwarded that statement to me about the issue on behalf of Leitrim GAA Now in rugby Carrick and Shannon in action yesterday afternoon and they faced a trip to Ballyhonis who are flying high in the league table at the start of the game's play in second place Carrick and Shannon unfortunately beaten away from home on a scoreline of 22 points to 10 or 3 tries to 1 in that particular game by Ballyhonis they remain in second place in the table with a game in hand on the teams below them Carrick beginning to find themselves a little bit cut adrift the top 4 with an 8 point gap back to 5th place and I think survival at that league is probably 
the target at this stage for Carrick. But there's plenty of games left in that particular competition. I think seven games remaining. And they do look to be stronger than both Corinthians and OLBC of Galway, who hopefully will stay below them in that particular competition. They came up last year from the Division 2 grade lower down, and it's nice to see them hopefully managing to survive. They're, for a team that have lost four games at this grade out of five, uh, the points difference is still relatively low, so they haven't really been beaten out the gate by anybody who are some of their opponents haven't had the best of results so uh, hard luck to Carrick ta- or to Carrick and Shannon Rugby Club today as they went down to a strong Ballyhonas side in Ballyhonas yesterday afternoon as you listen to this on Sunday R- uh, Sligo Rugby also in action in the AIL and they had a fantastic victory over Greystones who coming into the division were top of the table uh, on Saturday afternoon Greystones favourites to win the game comfortably Sligo slightly struggling this year and um, Leitrim Village's Matthew Early was a used substitute in the second half of that game. And they held on to win by a single point, 20 points 19. They did open the scoring early on and then fell behind for half time before stretching out again in the second half and managing to take a lead and holding on and surviving a late drop goal attempt to take all of the points on offer. No bonus point, unfortunately, but 20 points to 19, a victory over the top side in that particular competition which is a pretty huge achievement i caught up with matthew after the game and here's what we had to talk about now on saturday in the all-ireland league in rugby sligo had a trip to top of the table greystones who had 100 percent record up to that point in the league matthew early nice one point victory 20 points to 19 you must be happy with that yeah very happy in terms of the game how did the game go you got a nice good start but then slipped out before you came back in the second half yeah, we are looking really well for the first 10 minutes. We were all over them. We got a try in the first couple of minutes. And then we kind of just seemed to slack off. We got a yellow card and they got two tries when we got the yellow card. But um, we came back strong in the second half and finished well. From your own point of view, nice to get back on a level par in terms of six games played. Half won, half lost. Because the season had looked to be slipping away a little bit. But now you just pegged back in those teams above you in the league table. Yeah, we had a really disappointing result last weekend against Corinthians, who were the stronger side on the day. So we were looking to set that right this weekend against the league leaders. What were the expectations going down to Greystones? Because obviously they had five games played, five games won, bonus points in four of them. They never really looked like they were going to lose. And then you just came out from nowhere and caught them a little bit on the hop, maybe. Definitely the feel around the rest of the teams would have been a heavy defeat for us. We suffered a heavy defeat there last year. And um, But we kept the same attitude we've had all year in the camp and just went up there and did what we know we could do and beat them on their own pitch. How are you finding the, the season yourself? It's been a successful one so far, I believe, winning the Connacht League and uh, a much better start to the AIL than we did last season with 3-3 three and three this year. I think we were 1-5 and five last year. So um, as long as we have the a similar finish to this season as we did last year and maybe even better, we could push top spot or even second or third Greystone's still top of the league despite that point there's still a 10 point gap between yourselves and them at the top of the table last year finished fourth in the league which is a playoff spot you're a third of the way through the games this year seventh or eighth in the table at the moment although not that far off that third or fourth spot for the playoffs is top of the table realistic yeah it's a very competitive uh, league this year anyone 
from the off, from the offset has been looking strong to push for promotion and as you said there's only 10 points and that's only two games with bonus points so we'll be just looking to plug away in the next few league games and um, get ourselves back up the table again. Connor Cup next week another trip to Galway against Galwegians um, looking forward to that because you've played them twice in the in the league and the Connacht Senior League so far this year. Yeah, look at we uh, we went down there and let ourselves down in the All Ireland League on the first day after beating them in the Connacht League to win it. So um, definitely have to sit a few things straight down there when we get down there next Saturday. Be nice to add a Connacht Senior Cup title to the the league one already secured. Definitely, we'll uh, push for three this year. Well, listen, the very best of luck to you for the rest of the season. Congratulations on what was a fantastic win yesterday, and good luck for the rest of the year. Thank you very much. And finally, we're looking at boxing. And of course, the National Elite Championships are taking place over the next 10 days or so. They started on Saturday morning and we spoke to Dean Clancy on the preview show this weekend. He was in action on Saturday night against J.P. Hale of Belfast and he had a unanimous 5-0 judges decision at the end of his bout on Saturday night. He now fights Sean Purcell from Enniskerry in the semi-final as you're listening to this this evening on Monday with a final hopefully to come next weekend in the National Stadium. Congratulations, Dean, and the very best of luck tonight and hopefully over the course of next weekend. And that, folks, is all we have time for again this week. Thank you to all our contributors and to the various sports that looked after so well as we went around chatting to each and every single one of you. I will be back on Friday with another sports preview of next weekend's action. Talk to you then.